You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Ben, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Shout out to Exquisite. All right, we live, we live, um, we live. Hey, guess what, y'all? The mic is live. Yeah, we okay. Woo! We back Should at it. Be back. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 11 of the Game from the Gamers podcast. I am joined today with my homie Chad, um, Trey, Garcia, and Xavier, a.k.a. Javier, a.k.a. Rashad the Greatest. Um, this is gonna be a good show, man. I didn't give everybody else nicknames. I apologize. I just like to make right. fun of this dude. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That's fucked up. Dude got I like, like I'm left out. Yeah, he got well, he got like eighty dope. eighty like social media names. So I like to make sure we get all of them in there. Uh, hey man. Nigga ain't trying to be found by nobody. <laughs> Including the CIA, man. So let's get it. Woo! Um so let me pass it to my homie X, man. Tell us what we got on deck for our first topic. Well, we're going to get on some nerd shit. Um, we're all nerds. So, hey, guys, um, what do you guys think is the best group that has made the best superheroes? You know, think about everything from DBZ all the way up to DC, Marvel, any other any other uh, particular comics you guys might be able to think of. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off with Corey. It was his idea. So we're going to let him bless us with his perspective. I appreciate that, man. Bless? Ah, that's tight. Um, so I just want to give a quick backstory. I was watching The Defenders um, on Netflix, and it occurred to me while watching it that everybody in that, that particular show, not everybody, a good majority of them came from Kun Lun. And like Kun Lun was training some some dope superheroes and some and some really dope villains as well. But they were really, you know, from Danny Rand to Stick to Daredevil to Elektra. Of course, um, Daredevil's and Elektra's connection to Kun Lun was via Stick. But still, I'm going to include it. It got me thinking, like, what group is the best at at training superheroes like all across the board? So no holds bar um, is definitely going to be subjective, and then um, give your 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 favorite superhero as well, or one of your favorites, and and you can tell us why. So let's pass this around, man. Um, I'm gonna start with the homie Trey, man. What do you think is the best superhero group? It's a lot out there. Uh, this I'm really kind of upset that you. You picked me out first to answer this question. I'm not as uh, <laughs> as into the comics, so like I'm not gonna have as much to say on this topic. I feel. Um, I mean, all I really know is is Marvel versus uh, versus DC, and uh, I mean I know a little bit of you know, like Dragon Ball Z, but I, like I don't have a lot I'd be able to say on it. I feel like everyone knows Marvel. Um, like no matter where you're from in this world, you've you've heard of you've heard of these Marvel characters. You heard of Iron Man. You've heard of Hulk. You know you heard of Thor. You heard of, of all these people. Um, I mean, me personally, 
Like I'm a huge Batman fan, mm. uh, but I know that I, I know that outside of I know that outside of Batman, I mean they have uh, Superman who I don't really care much for. They have Wonder Woman who I think you know kind of dope. But then I think about it as well. If if I if I remember correctly, don't they also have Aquaman, which drags the whole DC universe down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean. Uh, I would I would probably end up tending to go toward DC just because of Batman. I mean, I, the reason why I like Batman in the first place is because he's a normal motherfucker. Like, he doesn't have a superpower. He's just a smart guy, and I, I really relate to that just because I, I really, uh, I really value knowledge, intelligence, wisdom, like um, critical thinkers. That's that's how I work. Um, so, being that this is a normal guy who uses his brains and makes some pretty badass stuff happen. And uh, and is a go-getter, and you know he's gone through some shit, but he's he still you know has a worthy cause, and he's still doing the best he can, and sacrificing it <laughs> all for you know, for for his cause. I mean that's that's a pretty dope thing. Has a lot of adversity because I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Gotham City, man. I don't know why they always have problems, but <laughs> someone's picking on that city. But he's he's standing up. He's he's a normal person who's doing some cool shit. So. Um, I mean, in terms of superheroes, yeah, I'd have to say that. Uh, I don't know as much about these expanded universes as you fellas do. Um, so that's why I think it's kind of cool that I got asked this question as well, and that I'm in on this conversation, because I think that there are going to be some of our listeners who aren't as, as big into this as well. So I get to kind of connect with them and kind of share my perspective, share my mentality. And I get to have you fellas out here who are uh, explaining a little bit more of this to me as well. So, uh, so um, Garcia, what you, what you thinking on this topic, man? Let's hear what you're, what's going on over there. Uh, cool. Am I on? Am I on? Am I on? Yeah, you on. Um, you, you good. <laughs> okay. My bad. Yo, 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 my bad. Earpiece fell out right when he like passed the buck to me. Yo, but, um, keeping that silence in there. <laughs> my bad. Yo, my earpiece fell out. Okay, go um, ahead. You got it. Yo, my, my favorite team, I'm going to keep this shit mad simple. I always have been a fan of the X-Men just because of the colorful cast of characters. They in school. I always like the school romp of it, which is funny because it's like grown-ass people. It's like, yo, man, help these kids learn their powers. And, you know, the kids are always, you know, rambunctious and, and wild and stuff. And, like, some of the best to come up, you know, they was they started off just being novices up under some of the the more um, legendary characters and stuff. You even got, like, people like Wolverine passing on the torch to, like, what, X-20, 20, what is it, 23? X-23. 23. 21, gay gang, X-21. No, <laughs> no, I was saying, um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I always like uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I always like X Men though. I still like X Men. They just doing the most these days. I can't keep up with everything, or even like comics in general. They, I feel like all the niche shit is coming more mainstream, and I just can't keep up, man. I can't. I still need to watch all these damn like Civil War movies, all these damn Marvel movies. It's so many. Like, but but I I do love the characters though. That's always been one of my favorite teams, and it's, they got bad guys in there. They got good guys. People started off good and went bad. It's always depth to every single character who went into that school, and I you know, I dig it. And it's always a message too, you know, behind each character. You know, I'm with that. I'm with that, man. Um, Chad, what are your thoughts, man? 
Okay, so just for clarity, are we allowed to go with teams inside of shows? Mm-hmm. Is that is that what you're going? Okay, Anything. so if we were to do that, um, I'm going to go with DBZ. Uh, I love the Ginyu Force for a couple different reasons. <laughs> Wait, Ginyu Force. Force. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Don't cut it off. Now, hold on. <laughs> so the Ginyu Force is they appear to be like a band of like misfits, which is what they initially are, but they actually are pretty decently strong and give the Z fighters a run for their money before Vegeta and Frieza show up. But like their abilities, like you didn't know what they were. And then uh, their tag team efforts as well. Like I like the way they did everything. Like they posed up, like they was a band and shit like that. I thought that was the most hilarious shit ever. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of my personality type. So I like that shit. Like when people get the styling and shit and just, you know, coming in hot or whatever else, like that's exactly what they were. So that's that's why I like them. Raccoon, Jace, Berta, uh, Captain Ginyu, all of them were like super dope to me. So I really like the Ginyu Force in Dragon Ball Z. Um, as far as heroes go, I got to go with my boy Tony Stark. Um, I'm a really big tech head. And for him to be able to have no abilities, like no superhuman abilities, and just to be uh-huh. able to build his superpowers, that's dope to me. And on top of that, once again, he has, like, charisma out of this world. So he's driving the fancy cars. He got the suits. He got the ladies. You know what I mean? It's, it's all the way good. He had, had a little bit of a drinking problem later on in the comics. But he was able to get through that <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, come up with some cool shit. And he was pretty much the unproclaimed leader of the Avengers for a while. So it was – I like him. He's, like, my favorite hero. Mm-hmm. That's why he's. That's the exact reason why he's my favorite out of all of the Marvel characters as well. Because he's the he's the charismatic, like the funny version of Batman. Exactly. That's, yeah. He, that's what he I like. just he just does his thing, man. He don't care. You know what I mean? And he just has witty remarks out the whole thing. Even in the comic books, he's like super witty. So I like that a lot about him. Okay, I'm with that, man. I, I like Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know who's next. Uh, is that uh, am I the last one? Is that it? Xavier and I still have to go. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna go. Go ahead. I was about to say uh, the only thing is that he ain't in like. Well, he is in the group. That's the Avengers. So yeah, Mm -hmm. he's in Avengers, and I mean you could put him under Marvel, but I mean that's way broad. But yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's in a couple different groups. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So So Batman would be part of uh, Justice League then, right? Right. Right. Exactly. Uh See. Mm-hmm. Or the Bat Family, if you want to say that, you know. Yep. You said Bat you Family? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? All the Bat characters. Yeah, all of the Nightwings, the Robins, there's a couple of them. They're part it's of a, a family now? Okay, whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I knew there was a Robin, but Batman and Robin, then there was a Catwoman. I mean, not a Catwoman, but um, a Batgirl. And then they had Nightwing. They had several different... Ro- it's a Bat Family, dude. Like, I don't know... You didn't know? It sounds, just sounds incestful. What? Come on, man. Dog. Come on, man. That's not how it expands. That is not how, not it, how it works, dog. Um, I feel like we're forgetting some big ones, man. Ain't nobody mentioned Definitely. that uh, that sewer in the rat training them turtles, nigga. What's up with that? Uh, Ain't nobody mentioned Sonic, that. Though. What about Sonic and Knuckles, though? Good group. I, I mean, like that. See, y'all didn't let me go yet. Go y'all, ahead, I'm going to mention my Ninja Turtles, you know what I mean? But I'm going to start off and say as far as the 
the uh, group I think that developed the best folks. I'm gonna have to go probably with the Brotherhood, just because you know Magneto was a different type of leader than Professor X. You know, he wasn't really holding his students back. Like he was like, you know, instead of putting all these mind fucks and fucking with your mind like Professor X did with the Phoenix which held her back, that's a whole nother story. You know, Magneto just let niggas know from the jump, like, I want you to kill him, I'm gonna teach you how to kill him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scarlet Witch is probably eh, top five strongest mutants in the entire Marvel Universe. Uh, you guys watch, uh, what was it, Civil War movies and all that stuff? That's not really how she is. She can create alternate, alternate universe and do a whole bunch of other shit, but to just say she's a bad bitch. Ooh. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Brotherhood, you know, Mystique, Nightcrawler's part of Brotherhood. You got Avalanche, you got Quicksilver. I mean, there's a whole bunch of lists of people, Blob, Toad. But I'm gonna take them far as the group as a Brotherhood, and then far as my favorite superheroes, of course, most people that know me, of course, it's the Ninja Turtles, and my favorite Ninja Turtle is Raphael. Dang. Hey. Okay, you got anger issues. I see you. <laughs> I, I didn't explain why. Um. I think it's because of just like growing up in that like early early '90s time period. Like, just you guys remember like that original Ninja Turtles cartoon. I just remember it being like just being funny as hell, and then just like the turtles fighting like Shredder and like Brainiac and stuff. Like, it was just super entertaining. And then I think as I got older, I realized like it was kind of like a cult following, and I just I just fuck with it. So mm-hmm. that's my list. So what about you, Mr. Barton? Man, I was always, always, always a huge X-Men fan. I hate to be redundant, but always a huge fan of the X-Men. But there are a lot of groups out there in animes and all different kind of places where, you know, people will definitely give you a, a run for your money. Um, I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm a recent fan of, uh, like, the Defenders and stuff like that. I wasn't hip. So just being able to... Um, you know, kind of find out about them by watching some of the Netflix series. I was kind of hyped about that, you know, Luke Cage and stuff like that. So um, I'm not a person who typically like will stay with one group forever. Like whoever amazes me in that moment, I'm rocking with you. You know what I mean? If you, if it's a new series and something is cool about it, I'm not going to try to compare it to something else in the past or anything like that. I take it for what it is. And if it's dope, I like it. Um so, yeah, I'm definitely an X-Men fan, I think, out of everything. If I had to pick one, definitely would be an X-Men fan. There is a lot of groups, though. Um, as far as the one hero that I think could outdo them all, though, man, One Punch Man. Hands down. Uh-huh. One Punch Man is that dude, yo. Like, over anybody, man. I think he could get a DBZ Warriors a run for their money. I think he could give, you know... All of these cats we talking about run through the X Men with one punch and, and knock some heads off, man. I just I just think he's that guy. He can, so. but it's not saying much. He suffers from Superman syndrome. He can beat anybody. He on God mode. Superman can't beat Red Hulk. Next subject. Uh, <laughs> that's debatable. That's debatable. Cause I'm sure if he caught that nigga when that before them nigga changed, he'd be a dunzo. So. Yeah, but Red Hulk is when actually Bruce Banner gone. Bruce Brenner's demolished. It's just Hulk. And you know, as what we I'm all know, is, the more that nigga get like mad, the stronger that nigga gets. Yeah, he can mm. break planets. Mm. Okay. Okay. It'd be a good Didn't fight Hulk though, Garcia. Yeah. It, it it would be it would be it would be a, a a good fight. Yeah, uh Trey in some comics like he kinda goes insane a little bit. But like the Red Hulk is when it's like 
his intelligent level and his strength level is like it's all time max. Like basically, it's like a smart Hulk. He's not like a dumb yep. warrior at that point. He's like oh, super fucking intelligent and he's super fucking like strong. Rock? That's his name, Rock. You, what they call him? Um, at that point, yeah, 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 yeah. His name does change a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's it's tons of different comics on it. But Red Red Hulk is is that that motherfucker bad. Mm. <laughs> If you see Planet Hulk, that comic too, it is crazy. Like you gotta, you gotta check that out too. Or the Patriots or something. You, you ain't getting nothing out of that. Hey, you know how many people lost money at the Patriots in the Super Bowl against the Giants? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That and then the uh, Atlanta, the Falcons. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons, Falcons had man, these motherfuckers beat. I ain't gonna even go lie to y'all. I was happy they lost because when they came to our city, I just don't like the way they was moving around. Like they was just in the malls and stuff. And then when they lost, and you seen they spirits, and you was like, "Yeah, have a good ride home, nigga." Really? <laughs> Words. <laughs> because of how they was shopping in the mall. How you gonna hey man, this is no diss to anybody from Atlanta, but why everybody look like Migos? Hey man, I don't look like Migos. No, everyone from their city was looked and dressed like Migos. Like, I feel like I could have heard a, 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 a like at any point in time. <laughs> Come on, dog. What? Stupid, man. You on one right now. You, you talk Let me ask this. Does anyone know a lot about uh, Spawn? Spawn yes, yeah. good, good, right. good, good. What, what's good. what's the deal with him? Like, what what is his like? Is he just coming from hell or something? Like, what's what's up with this? Deal with the devil. You know that legacy of Cain shit. Yeah, made a deal with the devil, so man. So it's like the Punisher mixed with a little hell complex or what? Mm-hmm. He's really like a just a, a demon warrior, really, fam. That's the best way to put it. He made a deal with the devil, and the devil basically made him one of his angels. So is this dude a badass or? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he dope. He's dope. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't know how we would measure him up though versus these other folks. Like, what y'all think, guys? Mm. Oh. I always put him and Ghost Rider in the same category because you don't really know, man. It's, it's so much unknown with these Hell Fighters, man. They can't really die, but they do got some weaknesses. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Oh. That's tough, man. It's really tough. Spectral Warriors. Um, yeah, he, he definitely one of the cooler ones. Um. Yeah, I think he just made a deal with the devil and stuff. And he like uh, angel of death, but he definitely got some weaknesses and stuff. But I couldn't even really tell you who like his main antagonist is. Mm. <laughs> so I guess the devil himself. But he ended up working with the nigga. Right. I, I, I have to go back and watch the movie. I remember that shit was raw. Yeah, that was that was crazy, man. Um, I was trying to think. Um, there was the clown. Who was um his antagonist, right? The uh Yeah. But he was just another angel of death as well. Like it's it's kinda weird, you know? Like it's it's, it's weird. The show they had he has a show on um HBO, like an animated one if y'all wanted to check it out. It's pretty good. But I mean like I remember that he way back really, in the day. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really have a protagonist. I mean protagonist, my bad. He doesn't really have a protagonist. Like he's just really uh, like there, fighting uh, randoms. There's, there's a he uh heaven spawn though. Like, there's, like, him, but he's from heaven. Like, you read a comic oh, book. Oh, you're right. You are right. Yes. I forgot about yeah, that. There's awesome a heaven, though, right? It's like uh, Calypso is his name or something like that, but oh. he, he give uh, Spawn at work. 
That do sound familiar, actually. Yeah, because he has a he has a he has one sword on his hand. And he can like chop through anything with that bitch. Like it's it, he's dope. Like the the heaven spawn. I don't know his name. I gotta I gotta look it up. But that's that's. Am I the uh, only one who want Michael J. White to reprise his role and make another spawn movie? No, I do too. And get John Leguizamo's clown. I thought it was good too. It's a little cheesy, but that was in the nineties. They can make it raw now, man. Mm-hmm. Same niggas. Same exact yeah. niggas. I'll be with it. I remember that. I remember the scene, man, where his fucking cape turned into the damn motorcycle and shit and they made a shield for him. That shit was so raw when I was a kid, man. Yeah. I wanted I still want a scarf that's fucking that long. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Spawn is definitely so cool. one that slept on, man. Is there any heroes yeah. y'all feel? Get slept. I feel like all the heroes that get slept on got turned into movies, like Ant Man, Black Panther. They making some of the slept mm-hmm. on on superheroes. Is there any other superheroes that y'all feel are highly slept on that they need to go ahead and make some some uh, shows or or movies on? Gambit. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Gambit. Yeah. Remy Lebeau. They, they did it, but they fucked it up real bad. It's Fox. Mm. It's Fox. Fox fucks yeah. up everything. Yeah, they Man. fuck up everything. Like DC, no. they fuck up everything too. Man, they messed that up. They put that chili bowl cut on the top of his head like that <laughs> shit was back. <laughs> I was like, you know, Fox, you guys do y'all thing. Y'all just fucking Ooh. sucks when it comes to making movies. Yeah. You said you put that chili bowl. <laughs> they did. They chili bowl that shit. That's why I don't, I don't be super happy when you see like your favorite franchise getting the movie now, man. You gotta be like, uh, who who making it? You know, cause they they fuck shit up just for the money. Yeah, for the love of money. Yep, all day. Yeah, Fox scary. When I see that that company come across the screen making movies, especially comics, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Um, is there anything off the top of y'all head just real quick that y'all I will besides Gambit? Because I, I, you know, I really want a fucking Gambit movie too. He could be like extra cool. But is there any other superhero though that that, that needs a movie? And it's like, uh, why ain't y'all niggas doing this yet? Mm. That needs one. That needs a movie or show. Could we say show? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think some Netflix people been killing already. It. Netflix been yeah. killing it. I would. I'd like to see more female heroes. Yes. Coming to coming to lead. Yeah. Like I like to see a rogue show. Like I think there's so much yeah. backstory in rogue, man, that people Definitely. don't realize. Like rogue rogue is bad as fuck when you think about like the actual X Men uh animated series. Like mm-hmm. after she took Mrs. Marvel's power, she was fucking up everybody. How about they should get Storm and Black Panther together, nigga, and it's just <laughs> Yeah. Well they do marry each other. And Wakanda. That should be hard. <laughs> Well, oh, I mean, technically, dang. Storm too. Storm, Storm is an Omega level mutant. They oh, just yeah. don't. They don't really give her her love on the big screen. Like Storm is really strong. Like she's strong as hell. <laughs> and she's African. Oh, dang! Come blickety blickety blick. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, if they need to make a show, real talk, they need to redo Static Shock. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. I think a lot of people love that character and like. Niggas just don't think so, because he was he was a, a huge prominent character when I was growing. I watched that shit like every weekend when it came on TV, like mm-hmm. on Saturday, man. Like it was 
<laughs> gotta be, gotta be, be superhero. You remember I'm thinking the fuck away from me. <laughs> Yo. Tell me y'all remember that shit. Uh, I do. I do. That's funny, man. <laughs> And it was his wife friend made him all the gadgets and shit. I think his friend got ended up getting like powers too. Like that show got hard, man. Yeah. I will say in general, I think they need to start focusing on the younger heroes. Like, because I feel like we get so caught up with like the Thors and the Wonder Woman's, but each one of those has underlings, you know what I'm saying? That they train and that they build up. Like, let's get to that younger generation and explore that a little bit. You know what I mean? Some of the some of the young guns. Boruto, Boruto, it up. Like, yeah, you know, that next generation. Yeah, Boruto, man, he's that. That's that guy, man. And that show is a perfect example. Let's move on, man. We done did Naruto for like I don't know how many years. Let's do something else. Like let's let's continue the story, continue the legacy, but let's do something a little different. Movement with it. to the Middle Ages, man. I think that's cool. You, they show an actual progression in the in the characters' sure. life where they getting older. Like, yeah, you don't mm -hmm. see that a lot. That's for sure. They I agree. Kids. I, think, I think we should. Oh sure. man, you don't never see kids. Ha I mean, uh, characters having kids and then like they actually take on the succession and shit. Right. I, I I like Naruto for that reason. I'm a little Naruto'd out, but I I like the the idea that they have behind that. I think other animes should probably do that. Like like Bleach or something, which kind of missed the mark, but had a good lore. It's like, all right, let's retry it again. Just say it's like a new, new group. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. try to make it a little better. Call it fabric softening. Maybe even Attack on Titan, because <laughs> it's going nowhere. Nigga <laughs> Corey, man, I they ruined that shit, shut man. Up. Tidy it up, nigga. I'm sick of this. Like, Attack Titan, I was Attack on Titan. I was like, okay, first season was dope. Then second season, it's like they just dragging the story. It's like they don't. I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on. I stopped watching it. Yeah. He know that no, he will know he. I want to say whoever's listening, please don't do that to One Punch Man. Please yeah. come out the gate with some yeah. good material, some good content. A very great first season. Please don't ruin it. That ain't done. I thought it was just done. I didn't know they was no, going to do more. Because about one punch, yeah, man, even if they do like the same thing, like the animation on that anime is so good. Just the fighting and shit. Mm -hmm. Just the way it looks. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> man. From what I read, man, because um, you know that last guy he fought in the last season, like that, that season finale, like, you know how he was super strong and, I mean, he wasn't really hurting him. I guess they're saying that the um the the short assassin in the show i guess they're supposed to make him finally like i guess unlock some certain power and he actually ends up being able to like damage one punch man at least that's what i've seen i don't know if it's true or not so. okay well they might add some adversity i think that first season was amazing just because they focused a lot on the supporting characters and not so much on one punch man one punch man would just come through and demolish the enemy but at the same time you got to see the struggle of each character as they fought like a super enemy and explore their weaknesses and stuff and then they came through one punch man just did his thing but um 
Good character development, he man. Was I like hilarious that. Hilarious too. He yes. was hilarious. They gonna injustice that shit. They gonna he make that nigga so funny, man. He <laughs> was a nonchalant asshole. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's superheroes for you, man. Did anybody else have anything to add on the superhero front? Trey, now that you got some knowledge busted on you, is there anything you would like to say for the non-nerd type right, dude? Trey, we made him open up. He ain't <laughs> 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 go by. Uh, <laughs> Watch go ahead and start, brother. One punch uh, man is, but uh, honestly, kind of sounds lame. Like it sounds, it sounds even lamer than Superman. I'm just telling y'all you know how it sounds to me. He just comes through, he just one punch and that's over. I mean, there's no struggle. There's a reason why I don't really care much for Superman. It's like, is this really even fun to watch? Because, yeah, I mean, he has a couple struggles. Batman's beaten him a couple of times. But, like, Kryptonite? Oh, yeah, like, that's cool. Like, the dude the dude has lasers coming out of his eyes, man. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not really fair. He doesn't really have as much motive. Um, I've never really found Superman to be as cool of a hero because he doesn't really have to try. It's just he's naturally... Mm like that so this one punch man sounds like it's just lame because it's like oh yeah he just comes through one punch boom that's what what fight scene would i want to watch with this guy man it doesn't matter how many people you have just give me one punch i'm good mm. i do like uh my bittersweet heroes who show up get their ass and it's cool you know and then it's like damn i don't know if they're gonna make it through this one vegeta right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's not, not no more no, 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 I must touch you remember when Wiz told him that? Uh, Wiz was like, technically, you've been stronger than Goku the whole time. You're just arrogant. All right. finish off your opponents. That's what it'd be every time. That's funny. Be Damn totally you, Kakarot. <laughs> I, I will say this, though, to jump back on, on what Trey was saying. Um, the funny thing about you saying him, him being overpowered, he doesn't have any powers in a world full of powers. The only reason why he's so strong is because he trained so much that he made his body invincible. So you were talking earlier, you like heroes who work for their power. This dude trained so much that he he could kill any enemy with one punch because he did a certain number of push-ups, ran a certain number of miles. It was some ridiculous amount per day until he got that strong. And so the funny that's thing... That's physiologically impossible, so that's just, that's just bullshit. <laughs> well, so is most anime. So is um, a spirit bomb. Oh, but, it's uh, an anime? Yeah, yeah. It's that concept of if you work hard, you know what I'm saying, it'll pay off type thing. So as far as the DBZ Warriors, yo, they was rocking Vegeta's head for a few seasons to the point where he showed up. <laughs> no, let me get this yeah. out. Let me get this out because I've been waiting years on this. That when he showed up, I would actually get mad. Like, man, who told Vegeta they was fighting? Like, he show up and try to disrespect his son. Like, you're not my son and shit like that. And his son ended up doing work yeah. and he looking stupid. Stupid. You know why? Because your ass, <laughs> Vegeta. Your ass cheeks. Damn, that nigga was so butt. I couldn't believe it. Like, you came through running the DBZ Warriors when you first came through, and now you type of ass and cheeks. You can't even go Super Saiyan. Y'all here crying and shit. Yeah, for real. Yep. It started day one as soon as he met that nigga Goku. He was like, yo, this bumpkin nigga. 
Hold up. Yeah. Vegeta. Hey, y'all ain't gonna do my boy Vegeta in like that because Majin Vegeta mopped the floor with them niggas. Majin Vegeta beat them boys down. And then actually too, if we've been if we've been one hundred, once they reach Super Saiyan level, he was unstoppable basically. After 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 uh Super Saiyan level two, Vegeta was Vegeta was that dude, man. He's still that dude. I still don't believe it. The new one, he's dope, bro. The new one, he's dope. Okay, I, I get. We, I, we, we gotta define what we're talking about here. You talk about the DVDs or the the, the the stuff that's out now, right? Are you talking about both of them? Or I'm gonna say sales. I'm gonna say sales, sales, sales saga series four. Like Vegeta had his times where he lost. We also had his times that he was also like winning. Though I think a lot of his, a lot of his misfortunes just had to do that he didn't finish off people when he needed to pause. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Hey y'all, I, uh, I actually got a jet. That new Uncharted is out too. I just I just pre-ordered that. Man, another Uncharted? I thought the last one. I thought that was it. Nah, bad. man, they got the uh, the Lost Legacy. With the lady. Right, let us know how that uh, remastered uh, Jack and Dexter is. Mm. You can get that. that. I need yeah, to get that. You, you get Uncharted. You get it. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> Wait, the new one, or you mean Uncharted Four? No, new don't be right. Don't be the new one. Don't be making rumors. There ain't no new Jack and Dexter game. Just the remaster. This nigga Chad I'll confused. So I get no, a I game. What a saying. game! Yeah, man. Yeah. Is the game oh. free though? <laughs> like, yes, nigga. <laughs> the game is to get free. You, is it for the PS4 <laughs> or the Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> So you telling me, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> that they giving away free shit and not asking for shit in return? <laughs> Do you have to toot your booty up to get it? <laughs> hey y'all, uh, I actually got a jet. Um, a little early day for me. Okay. Want to give a big shout out to Exquisite. <laughs> shout out to the listeners and whatnot. Yeah, I'll be a little more prominent on the next episode, but you know, got some stuff to get into. A little work. Hey, appreciate you stopping you know through, boss. Hope so. All right, I, I, you know, check out the rest of the podcast. For um, sure. Appreciate you, homie. Catch y'all. All right. <laughs> catch y'all later. My man didn't say toodle. Did you say toodle? Say toodle. Toodle. Really, nigga? You watched the podcast last night. Nick said you lose, nigga. What? <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. The wrist attack. Trey. The ducks or the geese? My bad. They were geese. Like, whatever. Woo, this nigga Trey. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even hear that coming. Yo, <laughs> best best hero group all time, Thundercats. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm fucking with you. That's not Thundercats will get wiped yeah. in any. They not gonna do it, man. They tights is too. They balls hanging out the sides of them tights. Hey, if we also <laughs> want to be 100, if we want to talk about the best like group that came together that did work was the uh, the Gundam Wing Warriors. Them niggas were nice. Mm, okay. They could fight too. Remember, they had hands too. They all they all had hands outside the Gundams. People forget about that original Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing, uh, Endless Watts. Great movie. Endless Watts. I think it was called. Can Endless we Watts. can we count like? 
like shit like the Power Rangers and shit like that. We count, yeah. we count shit like that. Yeah, but that, them them niggas had like eighty nine seasons, and and on top of that, did you see the shit when they put all the Red Rangers together? I don't know if y'all seen that Forever Red uh, episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember that. That be our troopers too. Yeah, but the Power Rangers weren't shit without Tommy. That's a, that's a lie. Ooh, they didn't have Tommy. They didn't have Tommy till like halfway through the first or the second season. And Green Ranger was beating their ass. And they can pull out that. Did you really do that? You said that. Oh shit! I can't think of no other group. I'm trying to think of some. Green Ranger was a bad man. He was. He was. That's he was, why they, they turn him. Uh, they turn him good, and then uh, turn him into the White Ranger. I mean, the other on. groups I can think of is uh, the A Team. I don't know anything about He Man, but I think he had a group of people, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. That's true. Trey went back, went back, back. Old he school. went all the way back. Yeah. You got Blues Clues. Um. <laughs> all day. All day. Hey kids, with, don't do drugs. With, with That's Miss, what he did. with Miss, uh, Mr. Salt, Miss Pepper, and uh, their little baby Paprika. Oh man, <laughs> that was the killer group. Yo, killer, man. killer. My nigga Danny Phantom. You know what I mean. Shout out to Danny Phantom. Um, ben Ten. Yeah. Impossible. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, a bad bitch, man. Team Team Titans. Oh, Teen Titans is lit. They need to make that a series. That needs to be a series for real. That's yeah, I think they could do it. Yes, of course. That Teen Titans go is trash. Whoever whoever greenlit that be fired ASAP. Fire that writer, fire that director, producer, whoever it is. That show trash. Yeah. Immediately. It just to me when they do nowadays they're doing a different style of cartoonish animation. And I'm not a big fan of it. Um, it's very just, goofy. Yes, exactly. It's very goofy. So I'm not really with it, per se. I think they should have let Team Titans go or just continue where they left off all them years ago. Like, we already did Team Titans. It was done right. This is just a comedy-like sketch for little kids. Like, Which is cool. I mean, you got to have those. But I feel like some people was let down by it. What's I gonna say? I think this was Chad's topic, right? Um, what what constitutes a classic uh, album? So I mean, it can be any genre, but mm-hmm. so we'll let you start off, sir. It was it was your uh, it was your topic. So uh, I was actually having a discussion uh, with a friend of mine about this, and we got kind of heated about it. Basically, the premise of this whole topic was we were debating because he was saying that if an album because I, I basically I was expressing how good Damn was. I, I really liked that album. I was like, that had about like four or five hits on it. And I was like, that, that, that justifies as being successful if you have five or six hits on an album. And he was like, nah, man, if you got, you know, if you got 12 eggs and, and six of them is bad, then the whole thing is bad. And I'm like, that doesn't apply. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell him that, that if you have six hits on an album, I think that that is a success. Like when we're, what I mean by hits is like it's critically acclaimed, it's on the Billboard charts, it's made money, it's gone gold, platinum, diamond, whatever it is. But no album has, has ever had hits all the way through. You've had albums that you can listen to all, all the way through, but you haven't had albums that you could actually 
listen all the way through and they're hits. Like, I, they, that hasn't happened. Mm. So I didn't know what you guys thought, but I thought that if uh, album has six hits on it, I'm like, yo, that's good. That's gold. Mm. Can that happen where there's an album full of hits? Like, is, is that even possible? That's what simply, I was saying. Simply because you'd have to compare them all to each other. You're like, hey, man, I like this one more than another one. So it's like bringing attention to another song. Uh, I don't, as opposed I don't to think the other hits that are on the album. So it's like, is that possible? Yeah. I was gonna say to answer your uh, question, Trey. I don't. I, I don't think possibly from every genre is possible, but I think in certain genres it is. Because Thriller was an album full of hits, eight yes, songs. That's, that's the only one. Yep. I can't think of another. I can't think of any other album. I'm just being honest. I can't think of any other album that literally was just full of hits. How is Dropout? That's the only other one uh, I can think of. I'm gonna disagree, but I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's no. I mean, that's that's <laughs> half. I say over half. This is the, the whole point I was making, though. But not all of them hits. It was close. That's right. the closest thing I could think of is to Thriller to me, like where it's like, oh, man, this is dope all the way through. It's not a, like a song on here where I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's not. Yeah. This topic is hard just because I think with music, it's the same thing of like, what's your top five? You know, like, you're like what's your top five all time? Like what everyone constitutes of what qualifications and skill sets a person has for them to be in the top five go different person to person because like me personally like i think when you're comparing like great artists to each other like when you're comparing like an outcast and like a kanye like you can kind of bring up accolades in a way but like when you're comparing certain artists you can't really bring up accolades because we know at times like the billboards and the grammys is kind of hella political it's kind of bullshit like sorry but macklemore's album shouldn't have won grammy rap album on the year over good k in that city like no but right agree you know like i said it's 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 politics but like Nas's first album is considered a classic illmatic doesn't have any hits on it though as far as billboards go so as i say it's kind of it's kind of really hard to say you know whereas like some people will say oh the carter three is wayne's best album bullshit i think it's the carter (laughs) two but you know like I say, it just kind of depends on you know your particular criteria. It, it's it's really hard to say. Yeah, I mean, but I'm I'm going as like a number standpoint because you you know you a man of numbers. I'm I'm saying if you got an album and it's twelve tracks and you got six bangers on it, is that album a success? Absolutely. I mean, it probably will That's be a I'm success. Saying. Yeah, from a business standpoint, it will be a success when you add in all the sales and everything. But I think when you're if you're talking if you from two uh, hits on that album, it would be a success. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you. Yeah, you as we that's know, what I'm saying. People, mm-hmm. people, people bought albums off of just two singles. We, we, we all know that. One single. Yeah. One. Devin Little. <laughs> yep. Changing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh no, my I, goodness. I agree. For me, me being a music background guy who studied it in college, for me, my criteria is tough, man. It's not even about hits. I listen to. Sonic, um, how does it sound sonically? How did fans who weren't fans of your music respond to it? Did did it get you a certain level of notoriety? Um, that's kind of what I look at when I'm looking at, okay, was this a classic album? Because um, we can say that um, Good Kid, Mad City might have not been um, Kendrick's best work, you know, sonically, lyrically, or whatever, but Good Kid, Mad City is the album that got him the upswing that we all saw in his career so you know it's probably going to be regarded as as one of his classics so for me if we nail down the criteria i don't think it has any do i think it has a a lot to do with the 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 number of of 
uh, billboard hits, but it has has to do with your reach as well, like how, how you touch the fans and the and the people who didn't know who you were as well. And Thriller, like we were saying, that was one of those albums that did that. If you weren't a fan of Michael Jackson before Thriller, you were then, without question. So those are the kind of things that I'm looking at as far as an album that I think is a classic. Man, like for me, okay, and I'll say one of y'all going to be like, yeah, yeah. Like Lloyd Banks' Hunger for More to me is going to always be a classic in my mind just because of the songs on there that, you know, touched me personally that that made me feel a certain way but also i wasn't really a fan of lloyd banks i had heard of him but i was like i'm gonna check this out i was a fan of lloyd banks after that for sure so um, to me that's like one of those classics um 50 cent the massacre uh was one for me you know just albums that got me hip to those artists and and, and put me on do y'all think um the criteria changes genre to genre no, I think it changes with the times and the technology because we can't determine what's a classic album. Um, we can't say Hall & Oates is not a classic based on streaming. You know what I mean? And that's when you say billboards, yeah. that's what you mean. You mean streaming. So, I mean, it's tough. I think it changes yeah. with the generation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Corey. Like, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a snob when it comes to music. My girlfriend makes fun of me all the time about it. But, like, I'm, I don't just throw the classic around. Like, I think there's a lot of good albums. There's a lot of great albums, but I don't throw the classic around. And yeah. I know people who are probably, like, stands of Kanye probably going to kill me. But people be like, oh, Kanye got, like, six classics. Bullshit. You know, like, it's just, it, it's, because, like, I think of, like, Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt's a classic album, but from, like, a music standpoint, and far as a reach, and far as sales, like, as we all know, Reasonable Doubt didn't even sell until, like, 10 years later. But as far as one of the debut album from, like, a technical rapping point, and far as just, like, concepts of the album, like, it's a great fucking album. You know, like, there's, but there's tons of albums like that we can talk about, like, Equimini from Outkast, Outside yeah. of Rosa Parks. That's not a that's not a huge album that reached a lot of different communities, but within like hardcore or hip hop community, that's a fucking classic. You know, like it's 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 a lot of different albums we can go through and name. Like um uh Eminem, um uh, Marshall Mathers L P outside of what Stan and then what I think he maybe he had um uh, My Name is, those are the two biggest hits on there. outside of that, the rest of that album was just pure M rapping. And it's a classic. Like, Marshall Mathers LP is a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very true. So, I mean, I, I, this is just me personally. Like, I think for me, it it's more the concepts of the album. It's the production. It's your wordplay. It's, you know, your technical rapping abilities. You know, also, like Corey said, it's it's the reach you have on the people. Like, for me, it's... it's I, I try to not throw in the numbers as much just because I feel yeah. like you have people like... Pitbull who can jump on uh, you know any type of techno beat or whatever and it's gonna sell four million copies it's gonna go platinum every time but the album's gonna be ass right so what you're saying is versus successful in the word classic classic being that it needs to take time it's like wine it needs to age a bit yeah and yeah yeah for sure. and then versus being successful which is just like the hits aspect so what we're saying is that you know, it doesn't have to have hits on it to be a classic, but if you do have multiple hits on an album, that it is successful. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, all right. for sure. So that's exactly. okay. I got you. That's all I'm, I'm getting at. But 
you know, he was saying it that, oh man, you know, if if it got six on it and and the rest the rest is bad, it's it's a no good album. And I was like, what? Like that doesn't nah, make any nah. sense to me. It doesn't make and sense. I, I Especially if differentiator. I think that the differentiator between uh, classic and successful is in the fact that a classic changes music as a whole, changes the culture of music, changes uh, the genre, and that a and that a success a success in terms of an album uh, can change um, basically. I mean, it, it doesn't change music, it doesn't change the culture, but it can be very well received, and people can people can realize it. I mean, think about it like this. Um, Soldier Boy, crank that! Like everyone in the world knew that song for a period of time, mm-hmm. and even though we all talk crap about it right right now, because it's I mean it was so cheesy. I mean that that was on fire all over the world for a while, and so yeah, that was absolutely a success. That put Soldier Boy on the on the map. It didn't really change the game. It didn't. It's not going to be looked at in the in the past as a classic, even though everyone knows it. It's not what makes it a classic. Mm-hmm. I think it changed success. it in a bad way. In a bad way. <laughs> like, it kind of let that whole party scene and everybody do it. Like, it kind of went... He kind of paved another route, but, I mean, that's just a matter of... It didn't of revolutionize opinion. the game yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Uh, right, yeah, didn't. yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It didn't change anything, but it changed how other people look at rap. Like, oh, we could do that, too. And then they, they go that route, too. So it's just, sure. I, I agree with that point, yeah. Trey. I, I was just going to say, that's, yeah. that's a great point. Like, eight, like 808s, like, I don't think 808s and Heartbreaks is a classic album, but for what it did to hip hop and what it did for the sound of hip hop, like it kind of makes it, um, you know, a classic in a way because of how innovative it was. You know, like if we're being honest here, without 808s, we get no Drake. Mm. I wouldn't complain too much. (laughs) 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 You know, come on, B. You know, it's. Yeah, yeah, but I do agree though, Trey. I, I, that's how I look at it. Classics is innovation; like it pushes the culture forward in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Okay, so knowing that, then are there any, I guess, artists of that legend status to where they did change some stuff, but don't necessarily have a classic album? Pharrell, Young Thug. Sorry, Pharrell. <laughs> Pharrell, Pharrell doesn't have a. A classic album, as far as like his music, he's released. Like he has some good albums from you know NRD to his own solo stuff. But as far as his body of work and what he's done for the actual game, like as we all know, it's fucking Pharrell. But yeah, he's he's innovative. He's a legend. He's on Mount Rushmore. Okay. I I would I mean I, I would put this to an argument. Um, maybe maybe a group like the Black Eyed Peas. Uh, my argument for that would be. That's, I mean, I don't really think they've had any classic albums. I mean, they've had some bangers, but the fact that they were so involved in um, politics and uh, other, other things of that level, I mean, kind of changed, changed a lot because they were involved in current events, mm. which isn't something you, that you usually see a lot of. I mean, you saw that with the Jeezy's The Recession. You saw that with a couple other people. I mean, but not many people are doing things related to current events and that's that kind of stands out a little bit more and that does kind of change the culture of hip-hop in and of itself i mean they're i mean they're not going to have any classic albums i don't think but i mean you have people like Pac in the past who was doing stuff with current events it's not like they were innovating anything with the black eyed peas but it was um but it for bands that don't have a classic album but still 
were kind of a little bit innovative, I guess. I definitely have to throw them into the conversation. Some type of group like that, at least. Mm-hmm. That's just an argument. I mean, I'm open to any type of criticism, but y'all would know a little bit more about it than I would, I guess. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, when you think about, too, from, like, the production standpoint of, like, um, Black Eyed Peas, too, you know, they played real instruments and stuff. Like, they definitely, I think they were pretty innovative, but they definitely had their uh, their spot in mm-hmm. music. So I don't disagree with you at all. He took Fergie's sound, and then he made it something else. Good, because I don't like listening to her. <laughs> damn. All right. <laughs> okay. As far as hip hop goes, I think we give too too much credit to the artist and not enough to the producer, in the sense that uh, a lot of these sounds and 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 culture shifting styles that we hear has a lot to do with the production that's happening behind the artist. But maybe that's just me because I am a producer. No, I mean it's it's true. I mean you you think about the dudes who have been successful due to their work. When you look at Dr. Dre. How many careers I do made, mm-hmm. and that's not just in the re- you know that's from the '80s to present day. Yeah, true, 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 true. That's a that's some longevity right there, boy. Where do we put Hall and Oates? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that. Like, what, what are you? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I don't know much about Hall and Oates at all. Damn, son, that's crazy. Yeah, yep. I know a couple songs. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah, all of us. Heard a couple tracks. I wouldn't be able to pick them out though. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know their sound. Like if I heard the song. That's true. I mean, I'd probably pick out a few of their songs, but I wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, they had this whole notes." I wouldn't be able to say that no matter what the song was. Yeah, they they had a ton. I um, definitely recognize some of their stuff. I think um, if you went through their catalog, you could, you know, from Rich Girl, uh, all all the way down to Sarah Smile and. Just all the classics that you hear in all the movies and stuff. I thought that they were, they really shocked the culture. It's kind of like the Beatles did, you know, um, just maybe not on that high of a level, but they definitely added some, some flavor to the to the whole pop scene for sure. But I was just curious, you know what I mean? Just asking because we put Michael Jackson up there, um, but I feel like uh, some of these these, not even lesser known guys, but guys that just don't get as much love, definitely have some influence. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like I say, it's a very subjective topic, man. It's, it's very hard to say because, like, you know, you have some people who just listen to music, listen to it. They don't really, like, break it down and decipher it. So it's it's very hard, you know, because we see people out there that will be like, Young Dolph is top five out right now. You know, like, those are those people that are out there, flies in a well. Boosie's top five. Someone says you some shit it. like that, man. I, I have to stop talking to him for a couple hours and just cool off. Man. Like, hey, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I got to compose man. myself. You snap it in like, there. I'm Because now I'm judging you as a person, man. Like, like, come on. You might just have bad taste, but now I have to re- reconsider. Like, ah, uh, man. Do you even, like, should I be friends with you? I don't know. <laughs> um, let me think this over. Give it a few oh, minutes man. and just weigh out the pros and cons. Ah, all right, I guess. But, but he says one more damn thing like that, man. Hey, you know they out there, man. You know they out know, there. It's so sad. <laughs> so sad. Remember, I mean, do y'all have anything else to add to this topic, or y'all think we pretty much? Oh man, y'all put our foot on it. Out of that. 
think we got it, man. All right. Well, you know, if your your homie wants to join, we definitely would welcome all listeners, all um, people to you know want to do an interview with us or something. We definitely can pick up this topic again. I love talking about music. This last one is kind of controversial. I was talking to my girlfriend about this, so um, I guess my best way to put this is first. What is y'all definition of love? You know, love does the definition does. Change. Hey, all right, man, it's time for me to go, y'all. I gotta, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> nah, I need you on this one. I need no, you on no, this one. I just, no, no, I got food burning. I need you on this one. Sorry, and then, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the main, the, the main, the main question really is the main question really is is do you basically think that a person based off of your definition of love, could be in love with multiple people. Like, do you believe in the actual, like, the real soulmate thing? Basically, what I'm saying is, is do you oh, believe that man. a person can be emotionally, physically, and spiritually connected with multiple people? There is 8 billion people on this planet, and we haven't met all 8 billion people. So, whoever wants to start, y'all can go ahead. Oh, man. Um, I think it is totally 100% possible to be in love or have love uh, with multiple people, but let's let's define what love is, man. I think love is a very strong attraction towards a person to the point of wanting to spend an extended amount of time with them. Um, that's just what I think. Uh, I know that's very vague, but that's pretty much what I think it is. Uh, does anybody? What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. X, you started this, so what? What do you? What do you think is love? Do you agree with that? Disagree with that? I do agree. I do agree with that. I mean, for me personally, I feel like for me to really love a person, I have to be connected with you on like those three levels, like not just physical. It also has to be mental as well as spiritually. You know, I feel like when those three things you're on the same page, I feel like, you know, you're, you guys are like in one. You guys, you guys, souls are entwined, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. The reason I brought it up is because I was really thinking about that. I'm like, you know, based off of culture to culture, you know, love does kind of change. Like, hypothetically, you know, if you picked us four up and dropped us in another part of the world and we started to experience their culture and started to see things from their culture's perspective, like nine times out of ten, could we fall in love with another lady from that particular community and culture in that country? Like, I think it's possible. From a logical perspective, I think it's very possible. Mhm. Yep. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. I think you can fall in love with a couple of different people, man. That's how I think we learn when we date, we kind of learn what we want in the person and it's actually not as complicated as we think it is. I mean, you want somebody you physically attracted to, somebody who you can have conversations with and maybe somebody who has a love for fill in the blank. And if you find that person, you're like, "Wow, I really like this person. We have a great connection. We talk a lot about fill in the blank and this is just amazing this is great but you know that person is not the only person in the world built like that um there is plenty of i'll give you an example there's plenty of black women in the world with fat booties and who love game of thrones and are slightly nerdy if that's your thing go find one i think will whether or not it will work out is a different story, but I think it's possible to be in love with a lot of different people. Um, hey, we ain't the only boys in relationships. I'll buy, I'll wait for Trey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. 
<laughs> no, I ain't setting you up, man. I just figure out, you know, your relationship. Nah, you got nah, some nah, good, nah. got some good insight. I didn't mean to cut you off, Chad. My bad. No, nah, you good. Go ahead. No, so um, actually, this this Friday is me and Danny's anniversary, our first anniversary. So yeah, I've been thinking about this whole this whole L word thing a little bit lately. Oh I mean, yeah, Danny and I, we love each other. We're in love. Um, in terms of being in love with multiple people in your life, I, mean, I think that's absolutely the truth. I think that that can happen and does happen to just about everybody. Uh, think about it like this. If, if you spend 20 years married to the same person, then they, they pass away or anything like that. Like you think that you think that you're just, I mean, this happens to some people. Some people just never find love again. Some people never want to, and that's, that's totally fine. And nothing that ever happens after that after your significant other passes or anything like that nothing's gonna make you love them less like man uh oh i found this new person so i don't love my old wife so much even though she died like no one's no one's ever gonna be like that i think i mean if, if you can fall in love again then you can be in love with multiple people through that and they just they just they just affect different sides of you you have different types of love like i like it's like you can have this type of love and there's no way to, you know, to really quantify it. There's no way to put a label on it and say, hey, I have this type of love for my wife, but I have this type of love for my uh, ex-girlfriend from college. I have this type of love from my uh, best friend from high school. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that that uh, had any of those situations gone in a right way or anything like that. Had I mean, any person would be just fine with the outcome. You can you you can have multiple happy endings. It's it's not like there's only one. I mean, there there are almost eight billion people in this world. You you have potential to uh, fall in love with multiple people, which is which is okay. I think that would be kind of kind of silly to think hey there's only one but once you find one and you're in love with that person you're you're not really looking for another if you're out there looking for another then i don't think you're in love but if you know if it just so happens that someone else fills your needs at that time and you fall in love with them as well then you're kind of stuck with two people which is a good and a bad thing because obviously monogamy is is the goal but uh, you can't you can't help who you fall in love with I'm happy you said that, sir, because that was my next question. I was about to make it spicy up in here. Do you think that a person can be in love with multiple people at once? Absolutely. I mean, you you can't choose you can't choose when or where. Like I I didn't expect that me and Danny would end up dating. Uh, this, I mean, she's five years and one day older than I am. Uh, she had just gotten out of a five year relationship right right before we met. So uh, when I met her, I was I mean we were. Just, we met just because we were looking for roommates. I was looking for a roommate. She was looking for a roommate. Didn't end up working out as roommates that way, but now she's my roommate for life. <laughs> Can't get rid of her. <laughs> um, and it's and it's great because we weren't we weren't planning that. And then next thing you know, like uh, things ended up going the way they did, and I wouldn't change it for the world. That's that's, that's awesome. I'm I'm so happy, and she's so happy, and it's and it's working out great. And. Uh, um, so, like, I found my one, not looking for anyone else. Um, but if she happens to find some guy that she works with, 
or whatever and like just it just so happens they become like great friends and uh, and he's filling needs that i can't fill whether it's emotionally or spiritually anything like like she that's totally it's a totally normal human thing that people can fall in love even though it can be the wrong thing they can fall in love with someone else um and you can't really can't really stop that you can fight against it you can be like you know what no this is inappropriate i am in love with my partner so and so blah 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 but um it's just whether or not you choose to act on it in, in an inappropriate fashion is what separates people and i can't really judge people and say hey like you're doing this wrong because i don't think there's necessarily a right answer mm. i think that's i think that it's all um it's all subjective uh because someone's gonna get hurt your objectiveness sir i love it yeah someone's gonna get hurt so like i'm I'm not gonna judge someone else uh for doing what they want as long as they're not trying to hurt someone but if you're caught between two things that you love and you have to choose one someone's gonna get hurt uh and the choice that you choose i mean i really hope that it's the one that that you can (laughs) that you can uh make and then fall asleep that same night with no regrets and for all your years to come and that's that's the good thing that's what you aim for and i hope and i'm sure that's uh for the partner for the person who ends up uh hurt i'm sure that eventually time will dull those wounds and uh and i'm sure that they'll end up just fine as well for the most part i mean depends on what stage of your life you're in and depends on your uh the depression which you will inevitably face after that after that mourning period or during that grieving period um but as i said there can be multiple soulmates for everyone that person can go on and find a soulmate who's much better than their previous one that they thought that they had so um and i think another thing to note is that um tim might be uh carly's soulmate but carly is not tim's soulmate like that hypothetical you know mm. mm-hmm. it, it, it might it might not work on an even level um i mean that's that's an idea i mean there's no correct uh, answer and there's there's no one who's going to be able to tell me that i'm right or wrong or that but uh, but that's that's a potential situation you might call that lust you might call that uh desire of any fashion or idealizing someone but along the short of it is this is too complex of a thing to really quantify and uh, put a put a label on because it's just too much going on and there is no right answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just what makes you happy in the end because we're only on life for a short period of time if you're happy and if you're doing the right things by someone else if you're, as long as you're honest with yourself and with the people that you claim to love, then I think that I think that everything's okay. I love it, man. Uh, you you stayed pretty objective. I mean, you spoke on your own personal side, and then you 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 spoke on it from a general standpoint. So I mean, I, I've been having this combo with like random groups of people, so that's why I threw it on here because I just wanted to just hear y'all thoughts because that's how i look at it like i have my own personal view and then like i say generally from a logical standpoint of view 
like we've all said, it, it's very likely that because there's 8 billion people on this planet and from a math ratio standpoint, you know, we haven't met everybody. So like you said, we might meet someone and you might be like, damn, I ain't had this connection with a person like this. You know, it, it's very possible. So I, I, I agree. Agree with everything you said, sir. She is suck the fucking skin off a pickle, nigga. That motherfucker is crazy. You old sounded ass nigga. You just really. <laughs> <laughs> She'll suck the skin off a pickle. I tell you, go ahead, X, for real. Who was walking Man. around sucking skin off pickles for sport? <laughs> like, who wouldn't know that? Gotta be some strong ass skills, nigga. That's salty. all I know. Who was sucking it. the skin off salty cucumbers? Come on, man. About you, uh, Chad and uh, and Corey. So I think. Go ahead, brother. Um, for me, like I said, man, I think it's very possible to be in love with multiple people. The formula, I don't think, is that complicated. I just, I just don't. Um, but I'm a, I'm a very simple guy. I think the thing that, cause you can get over people's quirks and people's annoyances. It's the big things like, man, she smack when she eat. Yeah, that's going to be annoying, but that's not going to deter you from love. Her voting for Donald Trump and support in the make America great again cause might, though. So as long as you can get the big things lined up, the small things, you know what I mean? You have annoyances here and there. But for the most part, I think they'll line up eventually and, and you'll either learn to accept that person or hate that person. And that's that. Um, I think Trey made some amazing points, man. He is on his game today. So uh, this is like me trying to follow up after Martin Luther King. I have a dream speech doing the best I can out here. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I do think it is possible. And as far as polygamy goes, uh, man, I guess each his own. I, I can barely juggle one girl, let alone four five at the same time, all in the name of the Lord. Or if it's just the name of your Johnson meet. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I don't think Jesus is going to help you when all of them uh, periods sync up and everybody in the house mad. I don't think that's going to work out. And again, of course, I'm joking. <laughs> but on a serious note, it's hard to deal with a lot of people um, and getting all of those people to get along. Not just you getting along with each girl, but getting the girls to actually like line up and, and, and be on the same page. Man, that's hard. That's hard. So I don't know how people are doing it. Any man in that, my my prayers go out to you, brother. Yeah. We all know women in love are crazy. And then you're in a house with three of them, four yeah. of them, five of them. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, you could also think about it like this as well. Um, think of think of a single father who ends up finding a new wife, and he has a teenage and the dude has a teenage daughter, and obviously kids need their need a parent you know, they need they need a stable parent figure uh that's that's a good thing for their growth and so daughter has a bond with the father but the father now is split in time with the father and his new wife i mean <laughs> we'll get possessive regardless it doesn't have to be a romantic or a sexual type of love it's um it's true i mean think, think of how people get with their best friends like i mean girls can get catty sometimes and i know some guys who get catty sometimes too and it's like hey man like why is this why is this dude coming along stealing my best friend like it's just it's just human nature you find someone who you attach to find someone that you love in uh in a romantic or in a friend way like any type of way that um where you rely upon that person and then someone else gets brought into the equation it it gets difficult it gets 
it, it tends to get chaotic. But um, so it's not necessarily just in a relationship sense. Complicated stuff, man. Very complicated, man. That's a that's pass a tough the, topic. Pass the tray. Pass, pass the tray. <laughs> Might have to take off. Huh? <laughs> pass the tray. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Chad, man. You over here ducking and dodging and shit like you don't want to talk about love, man. I tried to start earlier and did y'all went on. Y'all had three serums. I'm just here, just taking notes and shit. So um, <laughs> let me go ahead Sorry, and get I'll in the shut up, man. You know, uh, so I was gonna let y'all talk, man. Um, it's pretty simple. I think that um, uh, human mind is a very complex thing. You know what I'm saying? So. To define love means that, okay, like you can love somebody at a point in your life. Like I'm 30 right now, but the necessarily the point, like when I was 21 or 18, that love is a different type of love. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I think it uh, changes over time. So to, to say that you can love multiple people, yes, because you're changing, you're evolving as a person over time. So the person that you're with now that's why divorce happens all the time. That's why you get this. It, people separate all the time. They come back together. It's just how human nature is. So I don't think that I don't think that's out of pocket to say you can have multiple partners. Like it, it is a basic human, like especially guys, like we always trying to go out and get things like it's in our DNA to do that. You know what I mean? Down to but, but if you define love because we're the only human, like, well, only species can really comprehend it on our level. Not to say that no other species can't, but uh, I think we definitely can. Like there's, there's other partners that could give you one thing and not the other. So if you have like, say, three or four wives, maybe they're giving you something that the other one's missing. And it's a complete circle at that point. Not to say I've been in these situations, but maybe that's how it works for people. No. That's the only way I can yeah. define it. It's, uh-huh as being that type of thing so it's you know it's it, it evolves you know it changes on a constant basis you know what i mean like you have a lot of love for somebody and then something else comes along and you're like wait a minute hold on what's going on here but if everybody is communicating and everybody's like okay we all love each other because i've seen that happen then it's like okay if it works for you guys it works there's, there's nothing you can really do about it you know, mm-hmm. especially if everybody's agreeing with the whole situation. So um, I don't know. It's it's becoming the norm, to say the least. I think people yeah. will put up with a lot of crazy shit that would normally yeah. seem ridiculous when they're really in love with someone. Yeah, true. Absolutely. True. I mean, look at look. That's you can, why you, you see so many more open marriages. Exactly. You could have, uh, you know, like the baby mama situation. You know what I'm saying? You love this woman enough to have a kid with her. But you know what I'm saying? You might get married later on, but you still got love for that person because she bears your child for nine months. So it's like that's that's different situations like that. It happens all the time. So, I mean, it's not looked upon as good. It's starting to get that point where it's like, OK, it's acceptable. But I mean, it happens all the time. I think I think a lot. Like I, I said it in my little segment. I think it has a lot to do with the culture you coming from, you know, cause American yeah. culture. It's so it's a great different. Point. So it's, you know, it's different. Whereas, like, you know, you speak to people from, you know, different countries who, you know, polygamy has been their practice for centuries. And, you know, their take on it's a little different. So, I mean, because I was always interested in that. Like, you know, when you're married to three women, it's like, 
are three of them satisfying different parts of your needs as a man or do you just got like three just like awesome you know women that you're connecting with you know emotionally spiritually and physically like all on the same level you know like that i guess that's like my question like how does that work because you know i'm thinking of like single men and I'm most single men who might be promiscuous or not or they might just be talking to multiple women nine times out of ten is do these women are serving a different purpose for that man you know like one girl might cook one girl might you know cash him out one girl might just be you know homey and just very spiritual like you know normally that's kind of how it is when you're talking to multiple girls and singles because you know they're all satisfying you in a different way all right if they understand that between like like say you have you know two or three women and everybody's like okay we're all down for this and you know we love the next girl too like you have you have situations like that where everybody loves everybody it's the weirdest shit ever but yeah. it's, I mean, it works for them. If it works for them, then, you know, yeah. go for it. Yeah. I mean, it's like Trey said. I mean, that's not my, my opinion on it. Like, if you're happy and the people within your situation are happy, then, like, hey, hey big ups to you right. guys. Thumbs up. Like, that's y'all business. You know, I wish y'all the best. That's just how I look at it. Like, who am I to tell you that your concept of love is wrong that makes you happy? Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. No. Can't be mad at that. What's that? Got to do, got to do with it, baby. I love that one. I, I think we all were pretty objective and pretty mature about it. Yeah, because like it's, you ain't want to get wrangled off camera. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, Denny's in the room, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know Kayla's going to listen to this later. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you gonna be yoked up. It's funny though. Me, 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 and her talked about it, and she was like, "You know, actually, you actually make a good point." She was like thinking about it, like you say, like there's eight, you know, billion people on this planet. The combinations and people's personalities and like, what makes like, you think you're so special? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but it's kind of the truth. Like everyone's replaceable, you know, everybody. What makes you think you're so special? That's very Don't true. Kicked in the chest. You know, I think like things like a- Tinder has kind of um, made that a little bit more obvious. Like, okay, this girl's not working out. She don't brush her teeth before she go to bed. Next, like, I think that's kind of made. That's kind of what Tinder has made more obvious. People think it's ruined. I think dating, but it's just made it. It made it more obvious that there is a lot of options out there, and you do not have to settle. Or option number one. Uh, never settle ever. But I think at our age, because we're older, we're not in college anymore. Like, just be real with people. You know, I think Trey was saying that as well, too. Like, just be real. You know, at this age, nine times out of ten, you know, you might tell a woman something and she, you might be surprised that she might agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're not, you know, we're not 19 anymore. We're not 18. We're not 20. You know, we're not hormones raging and you're super over emotional and you know you can't think logically and you haven't really been through life yet like we're older we've been through a little bit much so you can kind of be a little bit more rational about things right 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 yeah we did that we did we did that that. i put that on the cosmopolitan always talking shit about us men if I don't see y'all next episode, I knew what happened okay so it's good to (laughs) see everybody is, is in one piece Hey, that's a joke, though. <laughs> you know, we'll take the advertisements. But, oh, yeah, know, no, just, we would. It's just us, our, just our perspective as, as guys. We can be logical, too. Uh, what? 
Hey man, you know the so, magazines uh, be dogging us, Trey. Man, serious. You I be know, going man, to the grocery store, you pick up one of the magazines, you be like, damn, this is really how they think about us. <laughs>